Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello there, RTUers. Uh, so yeah, the other night, Blog Talk Radio, not so much. Not working. So we hastily downloaded some software to record our Skype conversation. We tested it. Then we proceeded to have a great hour and a half sports talk conversation about other stuff. Great stories. Great anecdotes. Really insightful stuff. And we discovered it didn't record. So what you're about to hear is at about 12.15 a.m. after we discovered it didn't record, we figured it out and had a conversation about uh, the tragedy in Boston, which we hadn't talked about, and how sports can be a very welcome distraction from the goings-on in the real world. So that's what you're about to hear is RTU number 136. Also, uh, this Thursday night, if you're in the New York City area, please come down to Blue Haven in Greenwich Village for NFL Draft of Palooza Gate-a-thon Fest. We're going to be live from Blue Haven again. It's going to be a lot of fun. T-shirts, beer specials, the NFL Draft, and you. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you soon. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're tonight's entertainment. Take me to the volcano! It's really called this. You have to ask for the vinegar with the mother. In it. Oh, come on. Quit I need, no. Seriously. Maybe Bed Bath & Beyond. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? We recorded an entire hour and a half podcast. PJ's here. Cal is here. Say hi, boys. Hi, boys. Hi, everybody. It was it was really good. We talked about the Jets and the Mets and the Islanders and, and the NHL is like Wes Anderson movies. I mean, it was really good. Really good. It might have been our best ever. It might have been the best show we ever did. I said the funniest stuff I've ever said. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, PJ, you were hysterical. You weren't just funny. You were hysterical. I was dumb, Deloise, wet in his pants funny. You were, it was Carson with Deloise and Burt Reynolds out there, and we peed all over the place. That's how funny it was. <laughs> I mean, we even made references that were current, not like the one we just made. Right. <laughs> to 1978. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but it got erased. So we're going to maybe try again this weekend or something. I don't know. But um, I don't. It's like Home Depot and Bed Bath and Beyond. There might not be time. So let's just do a final unload. Oh, okay. Here, let's just go final unload. 
Can you sum up what we just talked about? We talked about our wives. And you told the funniest story ever about watching the Islander game on Saturday night. Yeah, that was that was some story. That was some night. I was crying. I was laughing so hard I was crying, literally. Your daughter's playing her clarinet. Your other daughter's watching the electric company on her iPad full volume. And your wife is sitting there watching the game with you being ridiculously critical, being Andy Rooney, watching the Islanders and the Rangers. Just not having watched a hockey game all season, maybe in two or three years, and now all of a sudden she decides. You know what's really funny? These guys stink. They can't even uh, score. They can't even score a goal. So it was really funny. Take our word for it. It was a really good episode. And but the, if you the, and and join us next week, because next if we're week. half as good as we were for the last two hours. It's, it's going to be epic. We will be a fraction of what we were, that's for sure. There's no need to bring math into this. <laughs> I have a final unload. All right, oh, wow. let's have it. How about that? Did you see? This is the first time I've ever gotten choked up by a hockey highlight. Did you see the Bruins-Sabres tribute to Boston yeah. at the end of the yeah. game? Yeah, we were going to talk about that. Well, we saw the national anthem at the beginning of the game, which was amazing. That, yeah. And then we saw at the end of the game, you know, the two teams after a hard-fought, uh, you know, overtime shootout game coming together on the ice and uh, giving up for the crowd. I, that's what I wanted to talk about at the end of the show that we actually didn't get to, which was just the uh, the terrible, tragic situation in Boston with the marathon and um, and obviously healing through sports and, and how, you know, does sports help you heal and I, I I don't know about you guys. I didn't want to get too heavy-handed into talking about because there's the danger of it getting political, and I never want to get political. But just to react as a human to what we were watching, I what I wanted to share with you guys was it was a rare situation where I caught it on Twitter um, about five minutes after it happened. Like I really just happened to be on Twitter looking at something else about the Jets or whatever about Mark Sanchez and um, I happened to catch it on Twitter and so I was following it basically from then on and somebody tweeted something brilliant and that was Twitter is fantastic in a crisis situation for like the first 20 minutes mm. because it lets you know that something's going on. It, almost instantaneously. And then the next 48 hours are awful. <laughs> because they're just pure blank speculation right. and people trying to, you know, misinformation and... The wrong time to have an open forum with no... Exactly. With no rules exactly. except 140 characters. Exactly. Yeah. But I, we were going to talk about it a little bit as it, as it relates to the Knicks uh, and the Celtics playing in a playoff series next week and stuff and... Um, like I said, I don't, I don't want to get too into it. It's it's exhausting. But, and I don't mean exhausting in like the petulant kind of way. I mean exhausting in like just emotionally. Um, but, you know, sports as a distraction. We We always talk about Mike Piazza's best moment as a Met. And it's, you know, almost unanimously the 9-11 game. It's almost unanimously they get a game after 9-11 when he hit the home run against the Braves. Uh, and that was the first sporting event in New York after 9-11. And I just wonder, 
what role sports has in that. I mean, sports is supposed to be a distraction. It's supposed to be an escape. It's supposed to be, and it and it, and it's gotten to the point for all of us that it's been so difficult to follow our local teams because the things have been so negative and stuff that you take a minute and you can get lost in a ball game for a couple of hours, and that's what it's supposed to be. Don't you think? Yeah, I I agree with that. And when you watch what happened in Boston yesterday at the Bruins game, was it yesterday or? Yeah. It was yesterday. Or it was a Wednesday. Wednesday, yes. Because they canceled the, the game on Monday. Yes. Uh, or they postponed it. When you saw the fans in in the arena that night, they were there because they, you know, I have to be careful because I've been talking about I've been I've been relating a lot of this back to nine eleven this week, and here's how it works in in my mind at least. Boston is kind of like a miniature version of New York. And while what happened in Boston on Monday was not on the scale of 9-11, obviously, to them it was, you know, and to them, their innocence was shattered and their lives were changed the same way we as New Yorkers, our lives were changed on 9-11. So two days later, when there's a sporting event now, that comes along in the city, just like the Mets-Braves game came along after 9-11, the people needed that outlet. You know, it became a very emotional thing. They needed the outlet to just go and cheer about something. Didn't matter what. They walked around like zombies for two days, not knowing what to do. What's going on? What is our life going to be like now? What What do we do now? And then this Bruins game comes, and however many people can fit into the arena, 18,000, 19,000 people went to just get some of that normalcy back because that's what you do in Boston. If you're a hockey fan, you go to a Bruins game. That's what they did. They went to a Bruins game, and they all stood and sang that national anthem. I've never seen anything like that before in my life. Yeah, no, me neither. You know, the the, uh, the gentleman that started singing the song, I believe he's the regular uh, singer. He's he's like the you know the the guy that typically sings the national anthem at Bruins games. Started it off, he got maybe ten seconds into the song, and then he recognized what was going on, and then he helped facilitate this outpouring of emotion that these these fans in Boston kind of let out, you know, the two days of emotion that they needed to let out. And and it do, and to answer your question after that long-winded response is yes, that's that's the role of sports. The role of sports is you want to have a stupid argument about what quarterback is better on your team, go ahead. Because it's sports. And you say, Steve, you say it all the time. It's just sports. It's supposed to be fun. And it plays in a very significant role in life in that it, when it's put in its perspective, because it's not anything better than, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a distraction. It's supposed to be fun. And when, it's, and when it's put in that kind of perspective, I think it serves a huge purpose 
and it can be very therapeutic and healing. Yep. No, I, I, I absolutely agree with everything you said. And I feel like, um, you know, we, we, we just did an hour and a half podcast that was upbeat and fun. And we talked about the Mets and Zach Wheeler and all this stuff. And, um, but it's, it's, I know. But it's it's it is it is true and it's unavoidable that you we have for three years tried a lot of times to put perspective on watching sports and following your teams and put some perspective there to say, you know, the media kills the Jets. Okay, but it's just you know, I wanna just enjoy the team. And 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 certainly you have an event like this or uh, and and that puts perspective back on sports, it, or it should. It should put perspective on it for what for what you need to take it for. And look, we care about our teams way too much, mm-hmm. but it's for enjoyment. You know, at the end of the day, it's because I love to go watch a baseball game, uh, or I love to sit down and watch a hockey game. Because I, I marvel at the athleticism. I, I love the, the team aspect. I love the uh, competition. I love the uh, loyalty that I have to my teams, how I feel about my teams. Uh, you know, all those reasons that I keep coming back. So, uh, Peach, you know, as, as a casual sports fan, um, and, and events like this... Uh, can you can you see well, I'm sure you can you know the inherent value of um of sports in these times oh yeah oh yeah and it's a uh, sort of similar thing to uh when Saturday night live came back on in 2001 yeah. that's right it was it was the collective everyone drew their, <laughs> drew their breath and then everybody let it out at the same time and it was mm-hmm. like, it's all okay. We're all holding hands here. You know, no one's out of line. So let's, let's loosen up a little bit and, yep. and take back a little bit of uh, what we lost over the past couple of days. And you don't, yep. and you don't forget about it. It's not that you no. ignore it or you pretend that it never happened. That's just that you're worrying, you, you worry about diminishing it until you realize you can't diminish it. Right. So, you know, use it as a starting point and build on it and become yourself again. Yeah, the great Lorne Michaels line to Rudy Giuliani, Mayor Giuliani, when he said, you know, can we be funny? And Giuliani was like, why, you know, why Giuliani's line, why start now? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I think that's an excellent. Are you playing with a slinky? Who's playing with a slinky? I I also think he might have been using a microwave. <laughs> I'm sitting on my couch. What are you yelling at me for? But, I mean, are you laying on your couch like a like sort of like a Aphrodite kind of thing, like where you're just laying there playing with the slinky, being with the cat, being fed grapes? Oh, the cat, what is happening? The cat just showed up, and I think yes, I think perhaps the. Uh... The little lav mic was was rubbing against my shirt, and I was unaware. I'm I am certain you poured a glass of something to drink. That yeah. I know I heard. <laughs> you are you are wearing shirt, right? I, I, I was pouring out some uh, very very bad coffee. 
we we can confirm that you're wearing a shirt. That's important. <laughs> you know what? The listener can visualize whatever they want. Especially if the cat's involved. I just want to make sure that you're wearing a shirt. Exactly. What do you have that laugh clip to? <laughs> it's my nipple laugh. Stop. I love oh, it. it of course. Right. And back to normal. And, and we're back and to we normal. See? Um, all right, guys. Let's do a quick final unload and get out of here. Uh, Peach, final unload. Uh, okay, well, since we did the other one, um, also, uh, we, we lost the great, uh, Storm Thorgerson, the, uh, the artist, <laughs> the artist responsible for some of the most iconic album covers you've ever seen. Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, Rush, Muse, Mars Volta, you name it, Audio Slave. He did those album covers. And uh, now he's dead. So sad. <laughs> what was his name? Storm Thorgerson. <laughs> Storm Thorgerson. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Let's laugh at the dead man. That's nice. That's a return to normalcy. <laughs> Almost impossible to say without sounding drunk. <laughs> Would you be offended if I accused you of lying right now? His name is Storm. And his Was. last name begins with Thor. Was Storm Thorgerson. Yes. The former. Which, again, I reiterate, impossible to say without sounding drunk. The former Storm Thorgerson. Storm Thorgerson. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was Storm Ferguson who did the album covers. You guys don't know. Oh, screw you. I learned a word today that's impossible to pronounce. What's that? Orrery. Orrery? O-R-R-E-R-Y. O-R-R-E-R-Y. Orrery. Okay. It's a place, right? Uh, It's it's when, when you make one of those, like, solar system designs... Where where the the sun's in the middle and and you really do it to scale how the pla- the planets uh, orbits are around the sun like a diorama. Oh. No, <laughs> it, the mechanical kind though. Oh, I know. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Oh, you know, so it, it can be little. It can be as big as a room. But when you when you make that, it's called an orrery. <laughs> Impostors or yeah, Storm Thorgerson. Storm Thorgerson. Storm Thorgerson. So he's—that's not the name of the weatherman in the Anchorman sequel. <laughs> Storm Thorgerson in for Brick Tamblin. I just had a uh, a George Carlin moment there where I remember that line. Let's check that rather normal human emotion to laugh quite a bit when another person dies. <laughs> Um, okay, well, rest in peace, Storm. Thanks for the album covers. Uh, my final unload is, um, I just want to recap what we talked about. <laughs> so, Well, you are not letting go of this. We talked a lot of sports. You want full credit. No, it's not full marks or anything. We talked a lot of sports. 
a lot of sports. We talked about Jeter and the Yankees. We talked about Zach Wheeler. We talked about Travis Darno and his foot. We talked about he's not injury prone. It's it's it happens in baseball. He's not like it's Jose Reyes in his first couple of years. We talked about the Islanders in the playoff push. We talked about uh, hockey again. I'm bringing up that analogy because it was really good. Um, <laughs> to uh, being analogous to Wes uh, Anderson films in the sense that there will always be some diehard fans and then some casual fans and some people who just don't get hockey and will never go there. Uh, and then we talked about the Jets and Darrell Revis and it was it was all fun. So I just wanted to say thanks, Cal. I enjoyed that. Well, this was this was a lot of fun and and this is stuff that we would have talked about if we weren't trying to record anyway. That's right. So and that you know. That's what this has been about. And you probably told one of the funniest stories ever about <laughs> your Saturday night watching Matt Harvey go for no hitter into the Islander, the biggest Islander game in six years. Yeah, it was it was very eventful over here with my my lovely family. Mm-hmm. And and you explained to me why I shouldn't expect my wife to get into any major sporting event. Not that you shouldn't expect it, but that it's just not happening. It's just not going <laughs> to. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh Cal final unload. Well, my final unload is that this week they announced that the NHL would be playing two games at Yankee Stadium next year as part of the NHL Stadium Series. They'll be playing six games overall. They'll do the Winter Classic on New Year's Day in Detroit like they would have done this year except for the lockout and five other games, including one in LA. I don't know how that's going to work. But, I think it'd be cool. You know, it depends on. I mean, can it can it get cold enough in LA to play a hockey game outside? I don't. I, don't, I did. Uh, maybe n- not. Not when I was there. Maybe they're maybe they're playing roller hockey. I don't know. Yeah. But the point is, the NHL is coming to New York for two outdoor games. The Rangers will play the Devils. The Rangers will play the Islanders. All local hockey fans will be represented and given the opportunity to go to one of these great events. And I will be very interested to see how niche or niche the sport is during that week in January next year. And, and it's the week between the Super Bowl. It's the week between the Super Bowl that's being held here in New Jersey. In New York. Yeah. Um, I'll be interested to see what kind of attendance they have at those games. To see, is is it a novelty? Is it something that people... Casual fans will jump on board because of something that's new, or if really only the diehards want to go sit in a sixty thousand seat stadium at the end of January when it's five degrees to watch a hockey game that they won't be able to see. Is it going to be Royal Tenenbaums or is it going to be Life Aquatic? Exactly. It's going to be the first episode of my new series, Parking Lot Fan Fights. <laughs> Oh boy! I'm looking for a host, so save it for well, save it for next week. I know two. I know two guys who have a podcast. Yeah, but I heard it's, I heard that not us. I heard they don't record what they do, though. <laughs> you're not us. You're gonna have to save it for two weeks from now because next week we're gonna be a little busy. A little busy. So, PJ, you're gonna be there next week or what? Come on, come on now. No, no, no. I, I'm at a belt test. Taekwondo. Just about to end the podcast, and PJ is going to be at a belt test. (laughs) 
they're testing the tension on my belt to see if I yeah. can wear it any longer. I thought you were suspenders. <laughs> Didn't think we'd have this problem anymore. Yeah. I thought you had gone suspenders. No, I'm 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 needed at a uh, taekwondo. Uh... So you're not going to be available for the show at all. I don't think so. What time is this belt test? Seven thirty. <laughs> that's uh, that's when we're going on. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah. How long is the, the the test take for the belt? Two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. <laughs> I texted that's... this to you. I don't think you understood what I meant, though. Yeah. No. You're like belt test. What is that fan belt? <laughs> <laughs> Timing belt test. What are you doing? You missed a good wrench. Mr. Goodbar? Okay, boys, that's it. I'm ending it. Good day, sir. Love you. See you next week. Bye. Bye, Cal. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.